This is a podcast version of our YouTube video. Make sure to subscribe to Oddspeedy on all platforms so you don't miss any content. Now on with the show. Guys and welcome to Watson Wimbledon. Yes, we are back with tennis with Sean Calvert to analyze the favorites in the ATP chart in Wimbledon 2021. So let me know what you think, of course, as well in the comment section, and you will have the chance to win a 10 pound free bet with Novibet. And do not forget to click on the like button, subscribe to our channel, and click on the bell to get all the notifications. Let's go on with the show. So, Sean Calvert, hello, how are you? Hi, morning. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay, thanks. I'm I'm just down in uh, Eastbourne for the grass court tournament uh, here, and I haven't seen any any tennis yet because it's been raining the whole time. Yeah. However, yeah. it has stopped raining, so I'm I'm hoping to see some tennis today, just before Wimbledon. Yeah. After the rain, there is always the sun shining, and after one year without seeing Wimbledon, we can go back to the All English Tennis Club. I think not many things have changed, Sean. Even. The main favorite is still the main favorite, only Jovak Nokovic, eh, Djokovic. Yeah, I mean, uh, the interesting thing about this this Wimbledon really is, uh, from from Novak Djokovic, Djokovic's point of view, is that he now has the chance to do um, something that nobody else in this modern era has done, which is the the calendar slam. Yeah. Um, as you probably know, it's not been done since I think Rod Laver in 1969. No, no male player anyway. You know, has won all four Grand Slams in in the same year, and now for the first time, I think since 2016, I think it is, Djokovic has won the first two. He's got two to go. He's a he's odds-on favourite for Wimbledon, and then he's obviously going to be a pretty strong uh, favourite for for the US Open as well. So I think this is going to be um, we're, we're going to see Novak Djokovic again at his best, I think, this week. So it's, it's going to be um, it's going to be a memorable week, I think, memorable fortnight, should I say? Well, hopefully, because uh, again, last uh, year we couldn't see Wimbledon, and this season we are seeing all the Grand Slam, as you said. Djokovic have won, has won uh, the first Grand Slam in Australia, also Roland Garros, and we can see the odds now for the favorite in Wimbledon, and of course, his really, really favorite odds 1.91 when we were talking uh, just. Yeah. Weeks ago, about uh, Roland Garros, we put Nadal in front of him. Unfortunately, uh, Nadal has withdrawn from Wimbledon. Either way, he was not going to be also the favorite on the grass. And no. uh, he arrived with some doubts to the clay, but for sure not to the grass, even if he's not uh, playing any tournament. But he looks really strong after performing as good as he's doing in the big events. Yeah, I mean Djokovic uh, is 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 obviously coming here on a on a massive high, having played for, for me probably one of the best matches of his career when he beat Nadal at, uh, at Roland Garros. That was that was one of the best matches I've seen in in a long time, particularly that third set, which was, was absolutely epic. Um, and the way he he won that match was was supremely impressive from his point of view. He's coming here. He always tends to come here onto the grass with very little preparation. Uh, in the old days, he used to play in the Hurlingham, an exhibition at the Hurlingham Club. Uh, this time around, he's in Mallorca, but he's not playing the tournament there. He's only play, he's played where well, he is. He's only playing the doubles though. Um, so he's, he's having a little bit of light preparation um, this week in Mallorca and doing the doubles. And he comes here 
a massive favourite. Who, who's going to beat him again? It's similar to the sort of thing that we said in um, who's going to beat Nadal this time, obviously, who's going to beat Djokovic. Yeah. Uh, for me, I think the guy to look at is maybe is maybe um, Daniel Medvedev. I think he's perhaps the um, the one for me that, that that perhaps could do it. He's in Mallorca this week as well. Difficult start um, to the to the grass campaign for him. Lost to Jan Leonard Struff uh, in Halle in the first round. Um, but it's going to be really interesting to see how he goes this week. I think he's perhaps the one uh, to think about. He's going to be the number two seed. He's not going to play Djokovic until the final if he gets there. Um, so he's he's perhaps one to, to think about. But let's let's have a look at the odds. Yeah, well, we've seen, uh, as you mentioned, no? Halle, uh, Hugo Humbert, the French uh, player, beat uh, Rublev. In the final, we also see Queens with Matteo Berrettini beating Cameron Norrie in the final. And this week, uh, well, we have uh, Mallorca, as you've mentioned. Um, but always the preparation for Wimbledon is not very uh, trustworthy. At this, it is with the clay or with the hard court for the mm. U.S. Open or for Roland Garros. Uh, well, as you see, no, as you said, um, Djokovic really favorite odds 1.91. Who can beat him? You mentioned Medvedev. He's the second favorite odds 6.5. Same for Sisipas. Uh, Medvedev fourth in the ranking. Two titles this year: Lyon and Monte Carlo final in uh, Paris, uh, also final in Barcelona, in well, in Paris, final in Barcelona and Acapulco, but in Wimbledon, his best result has been only last 16 in 2018. So he has to improve a lot on the grass in the in London. Yeah, Medvedev, we're talking about Medvedev. I mean, he, he, he has the perfect, for me, okay, he's maybe not done the results that he, he can do just yet, but it's gonna, he's got that perfect style. Uh, the flat hitting, it's very, very flat hitting that he has on both sides. Perfect for grass course, because the ball will stay very, very low. Uh, certainly in the first week, the, the conditions are always interesting at Wimbledon. Tend to change a little bit uh, year on year because of the type of grass. So this, this, um, this, this hasn't been played obviously for two years now. Um, so the, the courts, we're not 100% sure how the courts are going to play, but normally it's it's slick and low bouncing in the first week, and then the second week it tends to get harder, firmer, higher bouncing. But generally speaking, it, it should suit it should suit the Medvedev game, and he's he's got he's got the record of beating the top guys. He's, I think he's won three times out of his last uh, four or five meetings against against Djokovic. He's got a great record against Tsitsipas on the quicker courts, not on the clay, but on the hard courts. Uh, again, good record against Zverev. Uh, he's got the game. He just hasn't. He just hasn't quite shown it yet. But we've not played on grass for two years, and a lot's happened in two years um, that we've been away from the grass. Uh, for me, Medvedev's got the best chance of the top, the top sort of five or six in the betting. Definitely. Um, that's that's kind of my current my current feeling ahead of ahead of seeing him play in Mallorca. Mm -hmm. Well, I actually was uh, reading the stats for Sisipas for Medvedev. This season he won in uh, Marseille um, oh, and, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and did the uh, the best result for him in Wimbledon is the third round for Sissipas. I repeat again, two titles this year, Lionel Monte Carlo. And again, another player that he hasn't done great in Wimbledon, but again, probably also two years without touching the grass, no, it's gonna be tricky for all the players. Also, yeah, I mean Sissipas, sorry, yeah, let's let's move on. Yes, let's talk about Sissipas. Um, yeah, for me, his 
the, the, the problem I have with Sitsipas this fortnight uh, is, is twofold, really. The, the, the first one is that he does have a, a little bit of a habit of struggling to get over losses in, in big matches. He's, we've seen it before. He's, he's, he's gone a bit into a bit of a funk for a little while after after losing a, a big big match at a, at a major. And obviously that that defeat to Djokovic at Roland Garros from, from two sets up in the final, that's going to hurt. That's going to take a while to, to get over. Uh, he withdrew from Halle um, straight after that. So he's had no grass court preparation at all. Uh, his record on grass so far isn't isn't great. I think he's won, um, just to check, I think he's won only eight of his 15 matches at main level on grass. Um, so not a great record to look at, um, as you mentioned. Uh, but as we say, two years away from the grass, lot, a lot has changed. Um, just for me, I just think Sitsipas, I, I really worry about his, his kind of mental approach to this tournament, having got so close and, and failed at, at the French. I just, that just really does put me off him a little bit. Mm -hmm. Then the fourth favorite is uh, Roger Federer, odds uh, 9.5. He did play in Halle, but he lost in uh, second round. In Roland Garros, maybe yeah. we expect even less than what he did. Uh, he achieved uh, the last 16 round, but he withdraw. And the thing is that if we see what he's done this year, only five victories. Yeah, I mean, this this would be, if, if Roger Federer wins this Wimbledon, it would be arguably one of the greatest achievements in sport for me. Um, you know, he's approaching his 40th birthday, which is, just thinking about that is, in this modern era of, of health and fitness and vitality and all the rest of it, you know, a 40-year-old to win a, an elite tournament of, of the, you know, this stature would be little short of incredible anyway but then you think about the fact that he's barely played for two years with the knee injury did the operation the comeback he's only played a handful of matches this year really uh, he basically played the French Open as a, as a warm-up to Wimbledon which is only I think only Roger Federer could get away with that um, we haven't seen the level from him so far that, that we're used to seeing and that's not surprising because he's, he's been out for so long and he's, he's never really had an injury to come back from before his, his, his whole career has been virtually injury free now he does does he trust that knee i'm not sure that he does um the stamina wise is he able to get over these four five set matches like he used to probably not we haven't for me we haven't seen enough from him in the in the in the last sort of weeks and months to, to, to have him as short as, as eight to one, I think he said for, for, for Wimbledon. I would want probably, I probably want 20, 25 to one. That, that was the sort of price he was when he came back after a break and he won the Australian Open a few years ago. He was about 25 to one and he, and he came back and he did it. This for me would be a much bigger achievement and an eight to one for me, it's just too short. Mm -hmm. Well, his last title was in 2007. Probably he's in the circuit just to participate and to try to win this Wimbledon, no? Otherwise maybe, Federer would uh, have retired by now, or don't you think? Yeah, so? I mean, he, yeah, possibly. This this could be for him. Maybe I don't know how he's thinking, how he's feeling. You know, he, he wasn't happy when he lost to Felix Auger Aliassime last week in Halle. He wasn't happy at all. He, he didn't come back. He didn't come into the to the press conference for some time because he was so upset with how he played. Um, I, I I just feel that maybe maybe he's, he's playing. For one last time at Wimbledon, I don't know. Maybe he feels he can win it. I, I, don't, I just don't see it. I, I think it would be 
incredible if, if he won this Wimbledon. He'll probably, he'll probably go through the first few rounds. If, if, if you're a lesser ranked player and you're playing Roger Federer at Wimbledon, he'll, he has a massive advantage over you just because of his name. Um, it'll be really interesting to see how he goes, but I, I, as a betting proposition, eight to one, I, it, it's not for me. I prefer others. Actually, um, with, for instance, how frustrating was for Nadal even losing that uh, great game against Djokovic, uh, fighting until the end. It's very difficult to see a big champion like uh, Roger Federer, as you are mentioning, no? losing in early rounds against players that are no close to him in terms of quality. Mm -hmm. That's why he feels, uh, well, let's see what uh, he does. But in Roland Garros, at least, um, well, he did uh, kind of the job. And now he has to adapt again to the grass, which is his uh, best um, surface. That's for sure. Yeah, he's going to be tough to beat. I'm not. I'm not saying he's not going to not going to go well. Maybe make the quarters or semis or something. Um, but a lot, a lot will depend. I mean, you know, he's almost 40. It's it's, it's staggering that he's still still competing at this level. Um, you've got to you've got to think that at some point during the fortnight, even if he's won the first few matches, he's Something's going to go wrong, you would think, with, with the knee. You know, it, it's, it's it's just incredible that he's, he's still out there, um, you know, and, and mixing it with these guys. And obviously, he came so close to winning it in, in 2019 when he served for the match against against Djokovic, ended up losing it, I think, 13-12 in the fifth. But, you know, even that was staggering. And, you know, two years later, he's, he's got to come back and do it again with hardly any play in the last two years. I, I it's It's... It would it would be it would be amazing if if he was able to do it. There, there are there are other players that appeal more at the prices than, than him for, for me. Well, still it's gonna be for sure a pleasure to see Federer once again at the All England Tennis Club. Then the fifth favorite is Alexander Zverev. Odds mm. for him. He lost in second round in Halle. He reached the semi-finals in Roland Garros, quarter-finals in Australia, two titles this season, Madrid and Acapulco. So he's done very well, in my opinion, this season. But again, if yeah. we take, uh, how he's done in Wimbledon, best performance only last 16 round was in 2017. Yeah, I mean, when we talked about the French, um, before, before Roland Garros, I, I think the two guys that I sort of highlighted as possible contenders was Zverev and Berrettini, and, and both of them did actually go on to do pretty well. Um, but Zverev, well, he was Zverev, Zverev was, was a set from the final um, against Tsitsipas. But um, on the grass, I don't know. I, it, it comes back to the conditions that I was talking about earlier with Zverev. Um, the first week for him on grass is going to be difficult because he is a very tall guy. He moves pretty well for a big guy, but not not fabulously. He doesn't move like a Federer. Um, I think he finds the low bounce on grass quite difficult to deal with. Uh, for him, the, the natural, he's not a naturally aggressive player. For me, the, the better players, apart from the Djokovic's and the Murray's, but the, the better players tend to be, the more effective players tend to be the more, more aggressive ones. He, he has to force himself a little bit to be aggressive. I think there are too many negatives for him, I prefer him on the clay or a slower hard court uh, than grass. He's not, he's not up there for me in terms of likely winners. Again, possible quarterfinal, semi-final. I, I, I can't see him getting any further than that really this week, this fortnight. And after Zverev with odds seventeen point zero, we have Berrettini, and we just saw him win yeah. Queens. He also won uh, Belgrade. 
this season, quarterfinals in Roland Garros, in Wimbledon, he was able to do last 16 in uh, 2019. Uh, do you think also he can arrive uh, into, a, into the second week, uh, do pretty well in Wimbledon? Yeah, I mean, if I remember right, I think when we talked about the French, um, I think I mentioned during, the, during that video that, um, that I'd backed him. I, said I, prefer, I think I said I preferred him for Wimbledon than the French. Um, I think I probably mentioned at the time I'd, I'd got him at 60 to 1 to win Wimbledon. Um, conditions much, much more to Berrettini's liking. You know, the 140 mile an hour serve and the big forehand, when that's firing on grass, that's going to be hard to deal with for anybody. He's got that confidence now. Um, of, of doing well in Grand Slams. You know, he, he played really well against Djokovic in unsuitably slow conditions. Um, now he's won Queens. So I'm I'm pretty happy with my 60 to 1 on uh, on Berrettini, I have to say. But that said, now that he's won Queens, now that he's done well again in the French, that, that price for me is just too short. It's, it's I, I'm really looking at him to, to make the final. I, I, I can't see him winning it. For me, if he gets to the semi-finals, then I've got a chance of collecting on that 60 to 1 each way. But it's, as you say, 14 or 16 to 1 he is now, that's 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 just too short for me. It's, it's so rare that that men particularly uh, win Wimbledon having not previously won you know, a Masters tournament. I think, off the top of my head, I think Richard Krajicek was the last guy to win, a, to win Wimbledon men's having not previously won a Masters. It tends to go to the guys that have sort of been there and done it. He's, he, uh, uh, at 60 to 1, yeah, he's a bet. At 50 to 1, yeah, he's a bet. At 16 to 1, I just think that's too short now. Mm -hmm. And among the other tennis players that they are not uh, favorites, uh, well, I mean, apart from Djokovic, no one is favorite. But uh, we have TM, Kyrgios, Rublev, Sinner, Anderson, for instance, who reached the final, Murray even with uh, 41 uh, odds. Um, mm. Who do you think um, can? at least reach the semi-final, the quarter-finals, who of these names that I am mentioning, you think, okay, this guy can do it pretty well, he can do it until the second week, and then let's see how or where he arrives. Yeah, I think I think Anderson's, yeah, Anderson, a couple of years ago, yes, his, his body, I don't think, could could stand it now. I think, I think he's, sadly for him, I think his best days are behind him. Uh, Rublev, I don't, I don't like him at all on grass. He, he, he doesn't seem to take to it at all. Uh, Kyrgios, I think, is up there in the betting as well. Strangely, uh, even though he's not, you know, he's barely played. I think he's played what three or four times this year. Uh, seems to be more interested in video gaming now than, than tennis. Uh, very hard to see him really making the second week if, if he plays at all. You know, he may not even play. Um, the, the bigger price guys that I might be sort of thinking about that could go for the second week. You mentioned, I think, earlier on, Ugo Umber, uh, who won Halle. He, he's uh, going to be a tricky customer, I think, on grass um, uh, at Wimbledon. He, even on the slower grass at Wimbledon, his, his lefty serve, it's going to be a difficult guy to um, to combat, I think, at Wimbledon. So for a big price, I think he could he could maybe get to the quarters and, and, and see how he goes from there. Uh, Chilich, you couldn't rule him out. Um, again, played pretty well. I think he won Stuttgart. Um, a couple of weeks ago, uh, again, played pretty well at Queens. Okay, so no surprises, no? Final, Djokovic-Medavier. 
for me, it's going to be Djokovic number one seed, Medvedev number two seed. Those are the two that I would be expecting to see contest the final yeah, on uh, in a couple of Sundays' time. Yeah. Perfect. Then, Sean, thanks very much for giving us your tips and your thoughts about this Wimbledon 2021. And let's enjoy again the grass on London. See you. Absolute pleasure. Thanks very much. If we take a quick look also at the female chart in Wimbledon, we see really high odds for all the players. There is no real favorite. After what we've seen in Roland Garros, it's very difficult to trust the favorites and betting on underdogs is a really good option when betting on female tennis. Completely opposite as was just uh, Sean told us about the ATP chart. Serena Williams is no longer strong and there is no player to be trusted at this moment. So take this in consideration when betting on WTA Wimbledon. Go for the underdogs in the games. You can make a lot of money. Taking a look at the outright market, it's no surprise that Ashley Barty is the favorite here, although the odds are as high as 7.0. She's still the number one of the WTA, but she went out in the second round of Roland Garros and reached only the quarterfinals in Australia. However, she's won three titles so far this year, so should be considered, of course, among the favorites. Then we have Serena Williams, odds 8.0 to win the title. No titles for her this year so far and reached only the last 16 round in Roland Garros. But her seven titles in the London grass keeps her among the favorites. Probably her time has already passed as was we just spoke about Roger Federer. Later, with odds 10.0, we have Garbine Muguruza and we have Sviatek, the Polish tennis player, won Adelaide and Rome this year and Roland Garros the previous year, but probably she is not easy to be trusted on grass, whereas the Spaniard is still fighting with herself. Winner in Wimbledon 2017, finalist in 2015, we have to take her, of course, in consideration. This season she won the title in Dubai, but in Roland Garros she was kicked out in the first round and she also played in Berlin on grass and was able to win only two games. Then we have, as always, Vitova, Halep, Pliskova as another option. But as I mentioned before, trust the underdogs here in the WTA. You can make a lot of money with female tennis. As you've seen, Sean is tipping Djokovic and Medvedev to arrive to the final at the All England Tennis Club. Let me know what you think in the comment section and you will have the chance to win a £10 free bet with Noibet. Of course, if you like our videos, press the like button, subscribe to our channel and click on the bell to get all the notifications. If you prefer, we also have a podcast for you. See you very soon.